Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is KJ and Lions. KJ Carson and John Lyons right now on WEEI. Uh, so appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me, uh, my family, uh, and this football team. And, uh, it's with um, so many fond memories and, and uh, thoughts that I you know, think about the Patriots and, and I'll always be a Patriot. I look forward to coming back here, uh, but at this time, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on, and um, I look forward, excited for the future. Uh, but always very very appreciative of the opportunity here, the support here, uh, and you know, the what Robert we've done for me. Thank you. Sunday to you, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. We have a box of Kleenex tissue for this show. John, the Belichick era is over, and it's still kind of unbelievable to think that this is where we are right now. Yeah, it really is. Like, And we've talked many times, KJ, throughout this season about how the Patriots in many areas, especially offensively, had fallen off and the strains between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and how you know we had a sense that there was a real possibility this could have been his last year in New England. But then when it actually happens and you see him at that podium and we just played the sound of it and you see him there and then you see him walk off that podium mm. for what you know is the last time as Patriots head coach, that really, to me, that hit home for me and I think for a lot of Patriot fans because I think – in the moment, you know, when we're sitting here in November after that Colts game or, you know, other points in the season and you ex- express frustration with the team and where they're at and what the direction is, in the moment we, we get caught up in that. I think a lot of us do. But then when you zoom out from 10,000 feet and you look at 24 years of nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl championships, really the gold standard in the NFL in so many ways, and for that – Again, and it wasn't all him, and I know Brady was a big part of it, and many Hall of Fame players and great assistants who Belichick himself mentioned as part of his final statement. But to see that really last major piece of that walk off the podium, I I think hit home, like I said, with myself, but also with a lot of Patriots fans across the world. Look, it was very anticlimactic. I think it deserved a little bit more than what we got. Again, ESPN was ready to block off two hours. Yeah, they they, they they bumped the Pat McAfee show. And then he bumped it back in, and there was Aaron Rodgers. But look, you felt like, wow, 
this almost just felt like a a video version of just like a like a, a, a three paragraph statement, like you know five you know, fifteen sentence statement from both guys, and you almost wonder like after all this time, it really felt like Grandpa got fired. Yeah, and, and that's and, the, and maybe yeah. you think he deserves a bit better, and I think this is what I was alluding to, thinking like. Maybe there's one more year because I, I think what really hit home, and it has to hit home with the fans, is this is officially now a rebuild. This isn't like, hey, Bill hasn't been feeling well over the last couple of years. The team's been going 9-8, and 10-7, and seven, cusp of playoffs, or maybe a playoff game in there. This is a full-on rebuild. And, and that's why I think that Belichick really deserved at least either one more year or a better way out than what we saw on Thursday, I think the, I think that was just I I was completely shocked of just how underwhelming that was. Like you would did, wouldn't you think like Bob Kraft and B- Bill Belichick would at least hug each other goodbye? Yeah, that little side hug too. And I know Bob Kraft said he has a cold, so I'm not going to kiss him. Was the quote? But uh, <laughs> the side hug was something. Yeah, I I noticed. And look, I I was one of those people that I wanted Belichick to have one more year with someone else handling offensive personnel. I was clear about that for, I feel like, the last three months. And he said he was willing to do that. And, well, here's here's my question, KJ, and I don't know if we'll, well, we'll eventually know this, but maybe not now. He did say in that final media press conference the day after the season that he'd be open to whatever would work collectively. But I do wonder, when him and Bob Kraft met, did Bob Kraft say, you can't have personnel anymore, and he said, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm all set then." Or did he say, "No, you, someone else can have, you know, personnel. Uh, I'm okay to it." And Bob Kraft said, "No, too bad. You know, we want like I don't think this was a, you know, f you, I hate you, you're fired type deal. Eh, they're too old for but, that. But I do think it was a, hey, you can either accept these things or we are going to move on. Like I think this was much more. Like I know you can say it was mutual, and I'm sure Belichick on some level was, you know, okay, hey, I'll go somewhere else. But I think if Kraft had said, hey, you can stay and fix this, he would have said, okay, I will stay and fix this. So I think it was more of a Kraft decision than it was a Belichick decision. But here's why I think Bill was willing to do it. We'll get to your call here in a second. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Join the conversation with KJ Lyons. Normally, Bill only discusses the matter at hand that day, right? So when he answered, he answered a futuristic question that's beyond just like, will you be the head coach next year? You're asking Bill, hey, are you willing to cede some of the leadership that you've been doing from that GM perch? And he was answering it that day. So, yeah, he told you that he's still under contract and that, yes, he was willing to negotiate to potentially give up those powers. So I, I do, and Bill doesn't discuss things ahead of time, right? Usually at best after that game, he'd say we'll probably address the players do the exit interview stuff, and then we'll address that down the road. He made a statement that was more futuristic than Bill would usually give, and I think he was willing to see that power. I just think that the Crafts wanted their power back. Let's go to Bobby in Cambridge. Bobby, thanks so much for starting your Sunday with us here on WEEI. Good Sunday to you. Hey, how are you doing, gentlemen? I hope everybody's doing well and had a nice holiday season. Thank you. Um, you know what? As a, as a, uh, I like talking to Nick and you guys and stuff. I call once in a while. Yes, he stole my thunder, but you have, obviously I agree with you guys 100%. I was watching him at the podium, but I was also listening to a couple of reporters who had said they had talked to him on Monday and that they had said that he more or less had talked about conceding some of the power or even giving up the role completely. I really listened to a man on that podium 
who obviously wanted to continue coaching, but obviously did not want to go out this way. He wanted to at least try and rectify this situation and go out, bring that team back together for however long, maybe a couple years that he's coaching. I believe 100% that it was a craft decision and yes to the owner of the teams. And I'm surprisingly that, that maybe he didn't have to be there, but I think there's been more friction between him and Jonathan Kraft for quite a while. That Jonathan Kraft has, has succeeded a lot of the power to Belichick and that he wants that power back. And that uh, he's just, he, you know, two, three years ago, you heard him on EEI all the time talking, but he's been noticeably absent. I think it was definitely a Kraft decision and that Belichick did want to stay here coaching. And that I just, noticeably absent to me was Jonathan Kraft. And that, mm. that's just of an eye opinion, guys. All right. And I'll uh, have a good day. All right, gentlemen. Bobby, thanks for the call. Let's go to Nick in Boston. Nick, thanks for calling KJ Lyons. You're on the air. How you doing? Hey, uh, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm. I realize now that we have Billy Sullivan back as owner with deeper <laughs> pockets and shorter arms. We have Patrick Sullivan. <laughs> and Matt Miller taking Jonathan a swing, Kraft. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have Patrick Sullivan in the name of Jonathan Kraft, or as I call him, Spalding. He's going to be apparently our general our general manager. Mm. You know, they, they, they have a $25 million, what I call a phallic symbol, for a lighthouse there and, and, uh, and uh, a high chair in the owner's booth. This is all about Bob Kraft's image. And the fact that he just trashes and left Bill Belichick out to dry is just so disgusting. I, I just can't believe what this guy is really all about. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. I mean, I... I I literally will not root for these guys until I don't even know when. And if, if, if Belichick becomes a, a Cowboys coach, I'll get the cow, I'll buy the first Cowboy hat of a butt in my life, wherever he goes. Bob Kraft, you're a disgrace. You really are. You, you, you're a better person. You should be a better person than the way you treated this guy. Nick, thanks for the call. So, John, here's what's interesting, right? is think about, we look, we were in the middle of this hurricane of noise. Belichick's got to go. He's got to go. Look what's happened the last couple of years. And now you're in a situation where you're like, gosh, okay, we didn't expect him to go out like this. And let me tell you from being in this industry, um, usually it's a small box or a big box or a U-Haul box <laughs> that you have to buy on your own to take your stuff out. And it feels a little bit of like the, you know, okay, Bill, what you could fit in your box. Thank you very much. And if we see you again on the side. Now, now that's the interesting part that I heard come out of Kraft's mouth was it's going to be tough to see you in the hoodie on another sideline, which tells me you believe that the guy can still coach. So do you think it's more than a Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick thing? Look, KJ, you and I talked about this last week, and I still want to know more. What is Jonathan Kraft's role in this? And Mm. I don't want to turn this into like a bass Jonathan Kraft session. I mean, he is a good executive. He has been. But I think, look, that Seth Wickersham article that came out earlier this week. It was him and, uh, I believe, Wright Thompson. A great piece of reporting, and it wasn't the only one. It mentioned in there that Jonathan Kraft and another uh, senior or VP of business ops was going to Patriot staffers and saying, hey, why did Belichick make this decision? Why did he do this? And just kind of subtly undermining what Belichick was doing. So I, I want – and look – they may be proven right. Gerard Mayo might come in here, and it might be like D'Amico Ryan's in Houston, and they're in the divisional round of the playoffs. Right, sure. we'll get to that, yeah. But this is a unique situation where you had someone who was the greatest of all time. And another thing, a lot of people may forget this, but the very first big Wickersham Patriots article in 2017, when it first 
reported the friction. There was one nugget in there that really stood out to me, and it was about the Garoppolo thing. Yeah. And it was that Belichick wanted to leave New England in a good place to contend, much like the way Bill Walsh and Jimmy Johnson left their teams. And that was important to him. And now he did. And look, part of it is his own failings. He picked the players on the offense that are not good enough. He put Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in charge last year. I get it. But I think that's something that was important to him. And to me, just personally as a fan, I'm, you know, it's sad for me that it didn't work out that way. And I think it's, I think, really frustrating for him. If you really asked him deep down, it's really frustrating for him that he didn't get one more opportunity to try to fix it. So as good detectives as I think the show starts to become, because I think, John, you and I sniff things C-S-I-E-I. out. C-S-I-E-I. Right, it's like C-A-C-I, right? C-E-I, right? So oh, trademark, right? There you go. All right. Where, okay, so are we now closing that link that maybe Jonathan Kraft is a Mac Jones guy? And Possible. because you see what I'm saying, like this underbridge that's going on where, you know, Robert Kraft is at the top is like, well, Bill is the decision maker and my son is the heir apparent. And is this now where we potentially see the Mac Jones friction? Does this now make more sense about Patricia and Judge in charge of the offense? Look, I forgot the player's name. I think it was Peter Bullware. When Peter Bullware played for the uh, for the Ravens and Belichick named him all pro, even though Bullware wasn't a all pro that year. Triggered a, like a million dollar bonus in his contract just to take a shot at Art Modell, who was you know who had fired who had fired Belichick in Cleveland, but knew he would have to pay pay this bonus to to Bullware. I think I think you know uh, Jones being the third emergency quarterback, which we'd never seen, is kind of in that lane. So I think that Mac Jones is somewhere in this mix. And maybe it's at the is at the young is at the Jonathan Kraft level, and Belichick. Let's go to Steve uh, Steve Shane in the Cape. Shane, thanks for calling uh, KJ Lines. I'm sorry, my lips will work. I promise. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. You know, I just I just think it's you know all the these reports about you know Kraft Belichick and, and Kraft's really you know it seems to be skating a little bit with the, this stuff. Like they were 31st in spending, and and he's putting all the blame on Bill. You know, saying he didn't spend, he didn't want Hopkins, he didn't want this guy. Like, you know, it, it it's like it's crazy. I'm just waiting for you know Bill or or Bob. I mean, Bob to call Bob Holler and 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 trash Belichick even more, like Frank Cohn. It's it, it's unbelievable, and and Bill doesn't deserve that. Obviously, they did. Uh, they were bad this year, and they've been bad. But at the same time, this guy won six Super Bowls, and you know, did a heck of a job. So, you know. I appreciate you guys taking my call, and you know, have a great day. I'll- thanks, thanks, Shane, for understanding my pig Latin there going into the call, John. Like it, it just feels. I think so there's weird. a lot of people that feel exactly how Shane and our yeah. first caller Bobby feel, and like, hey, the Patriots weren't good, and and I look. Did Kraft have justification to move on from Belichick? Yeah. Of yes, yes, he did. Belichick let Brady go. Belichick had Patricia and Judge in charge of the offense, and they won four games this year. I get it. But I think there's still a lot of people that say, hey, this guy won six Super Bowls. Could you give him one more chance to try to fix things? Or, at the very least, on his way out, could we not see articles from Chad Graff and Seth Wickersham making Bill look bad? Like, we all know what happened. And, I, and I'm not I'm not disparaging those reporters. They're doing their job. They're great reporters. But, you know, would I be shocked if I found out 15 years from now that it was, you know, Jonathan and Bob Kraft making some of those calls to those guys and saying, hey, can you believe he did this X, Y, Z? So I I think that's why we've heard from a lot of fans over the past couple months that I think feel exactly how those two guys do. 
I think we're going to, you know what, I have an idea. We'll say it, I'll tell you right after the break here. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ in lines. Why we're getting all these stories now. I'll get into that next, but right now it's time to trend with John Lyons. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back to KJ and Lions on WEI. Well, the last three years have been pretty tough. And I know uh, for our dedicated fans and myself and, you know, in life, I just learned things happen and our family is the custodian of this asset the New England Patriots and we know how important it is to the psyche of the community and what's gone on here the last three four years isn't what we want so we have a responsibility to do what we can to fix it to the best of our ability KJ and Lions, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Robert Kraft on why it was time to make a change for the New England assets. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just a weird term for this particular asset. Yeah. And, and, and I've John, never heard him re- yeah. refer to the Patriots as an asset before. And I know it's part of a portfolio. They have other businesses. They have the revolution. But I've never... And maybe I missed it. The I just, team? <laughs> I, I've never heard him refer to that as an asset before. It, it 
I don't know if it really is a big deal, but I, I did notice that. Usually when you use the word asset, that means that you're losing money in some regard, right? Because if you're saying if an asset is being depreciated, then we need to do something about that. I don't know if the valuation of the team has dropped any just because of a couple of seasons. Or maybe they're just not making as much money as they did before, right? Like when you're in well, the Super Bowl every year, you're making a lot of money. Now they might still be making a lot, but maybe, you know, 85% of what they made before. Okay, okay, so we saw where that spike went, right? Tampa hasn't, I mean, do you think Tampa's still selling merchandise now? Like, no, like right. Tom is gone. So, yes, for, for Tom, that asset, if we're going to use the word asset, is highly responsible for a lot of the ancillary things that were being bought around the team. But I think in terms of when we're talking about the team and football, and this is what I was getting to before the break for those just joining us here on WEEI, KJ and Lions, is there's this feeling I have that they've got to get in front of the narrative that if Bill goes somewhere else and coaches and wins a Super Bowl within two or three years, then there's the story that Tom left, Bill left, both left and won elsewhere. Whose fault is it for the asset declining? Yeah, and I think, look, a a, a credit to Kraft should be that he held it all together for 20 years and six Super Bowls, which I know was not easy. However, I do think part of his legacy will be, hey, Tom left and won, and if Bill leaves and wins, that'll be part of it too. And in a way, like right now when we look at the Brady thing, some people look at it as, okay, Tom didn't really want to be here anymore, which is partially true, but it was right. more about Bill had decided, hey, we can win without him and we're going to move on. That's why they lowballed him on contracts for multiple years in a row and also his age, right? They probably didn't think he'd be good long-term. So right it had now, never been seen before. Right. So right now I think more of that blame is on Bill than Kraft. But then if Bill leaves and wins somewhere else, then I think people will start to blame Kraft for both of those decisions because they'll look at him and say, well, you could have overrode Bill like you did in 2017 when he traded Garoppolo. You could have done this. You overrode Bill with Bill O'Brien. You could have done it you know, with Brady. And I think, and then they'll say, hey, you, sh- you should have found a way to keep Bill. So I think that's one thing where this press conference, I think, was important to Kraft because he wanted a full conclusion and at least make it look like Belichick was on board with the conclusion that we saw. KJ in line, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Still to come, a salute to the greatest coach of all. Plus, we've got the Lions then, so hang out. We're here until right before kickoff for the uh, Packers and Cowboys, which could be the Belichick Bowl. We, we just don't know. It could, it could be. We just don't know. Here's where I get with the writers and the narrative, right? Because... Last week, remember, we were talking about the War Room book by Michael Holly. I'm not going to bring it. I didn't bring in another book this week. But all those years of winning, it was easy to write books. People wanted to get behind the scenes to know what was the method behind the madness. The other side of that is people want to know about the madness. And this is the society we're in. So that's why it's like I'm not surprised you're seeing all these different stories pop up that aren't in the greatest of light about Belichick in his last days. Because that would be the next type of bestseller book that would go out there. It would be like, wow, the man just went crazy in his last three years. I've got to read that. And so I think some are trying to push that narrative because whoever gets that book deal, that's going to be must read. And I don't know how much of that is going to be true as much as it is a narrative. I mean, think about people being questioned about what they're being put in their books right now. So we're in this environment where people could probably take some liberties in telling these last days of Belichick and Kraft and the Patriots and what's been going on and not really get checked the way they would in the past where, let's just call it what their journalistic integrity would be on the line. What I think is happening is 
they they made a decision. Okay, hey, we're going to move on from Belichick. Okay, and they want to, and maybe it's Bob specifically, maybe it's people close to him, but they want it out there, kind of a reminder of, hey, guys, we know he's the greatest coach of all time, but we were justified. Don't forget about Brady. Don't forget about Patricia and Judge. Don't forget about Mac Jones aggressing. Don't forget about four and thirteen. Like I think they want because. Think about it. What is a fan's natural reaction? Oh, you guys fired Bill. He's the greatest coach ever. Oh, Bill won us all these Super Bowls. And I think Kraft, at his heart, he's a fan of the Patriots too. He understands that. So I think either he or people close to him want it out there like, hey, we get it. You're mad, but don't forget X, Y, and Z. This is why. You were mad three years ago. You were mad two years ago. You were mad two months ago when we the lost in Germany. Remember right. the, the umpinous thing. Right, right. Next so, to the trash compactor. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. It's, I know. It's, it's funny. Yeah, I know. Maybe that was them backing up over Bill. I don't know. But it, it's really, I think that's a big part of this. Like, hey, don't forget, guys. We were justified. Don't forget. We were justified. Just like even in that original Wickersham article in 2017, there was a couple quotes in there from, you know, unnamed Patriots coaches that, oh, we think Brady's slipping and this play to Brandon Cooks is an example why. And this place, mm. like it was kind of Bill setting up for, hey, if I move on from it, remember what I said two years ago, remember what was out there. So I, I don't even, I like, I don't think it's going to be relationship rupturing per se, even though Belichick can hold grudges. I think it's just more of, hey, this is don't forget why you were mad three, two, and one years ago, and this is why we moved on. John, I got a thought right after we get to this call from Steve. Steve in Fall River, thanks for calling KJ and Lions. You're on the air. I was happy with Bob Kraft's statement. I think you guys are picking it apart with the asset term because he has more than one business. But you did bring up something important about narratives. And I talked to Michael Holly the very first time he was on this radio station. I said, Michael, I got your book, Patriot Reign. I read your forward, which said Bill Belichick took over. This is a paraphrase. Uh, the laughing stock of the NFL, blah, blah, blah. The New England Patriots. I said, guess what? That's completely false. I'm not reading your book. And we've gone to this Patriot way. Remember the Patriot way, which is a media-driven uh, story about how it's all about the crafts and Bill Belichick and the system. We could just plug players in. We de-emphasize the players. So that's still there, my friends, because there were more people upset about Belichick leaving than there was when Brady was leaving. And who was the successor to Brady? Who was the announced successor to Tom Brady Wait, that so, no one had any odds so, over? So, Steve, people can't be upset about both? They have to be more upset about one than the other? That, well, well, when I just gave you the context, Brady's leaving – he had lousy players around him. He went 12 wins, couldn't win in the playoff game. We couldn't see it was Nikhil Harry and, and uh, Ben Watson not making plays. We had to say he was down. And, yeah, we'll go to Jared Stidham because we were fed. Not me, but the media, the masses were fed. Bill will take care of it. Robert and Jonathan will take care of it. And now after, what did you need, a rock to fall on your head? The guy went 4-13 and 13 or whatever the hell we did. We were going down to the to the bottom he burned the joint down and there's more people wringing their hands that he got let go by bob Kraft than they were with 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 brady leaving for jared stidham not for a guy for jared stidham because we were told jared stidham is ready to take this job and we just not me they ate it up because of poor narrative now let's get a good narrative let's stop with phony baloney. That's how powerful sports radio and narratives are that people were in this. I got friends texting me now, well, good players are needed on every coach. I'm like, really? Where'd that come from? 
Where'd that go? All of a sudden now we're talking about good players need coaches. Every good coach needs a good player. No kidding. But we lost that for a while. We have to understand that was lost. We went into we had a period of madness. Steve, thanks for the call. Yeah, and, and I think the ironic part of the second page. No, yeah. but the, the ironic part <laughs> is that there were multiple times after Super Bowl wins when Belichick would be at the podium and said right. players win games. Like and and so I think to Steve's point. You know, hey, were there more people upset now than about Brady? I don't know about that. I think when Brady left, there was a lot of people upset. And when Brady won that Super Bowl, there was a lot of people upset. But I think one thing, KJ, here... But I think more people understood even though they were upset, right? Right, because, hey, he's in his 40s, you know. Right, right. and and, and the other part of it is if if you've only been paid $50 million over the 20 years you were here... And you know what this organization has done in terms of the pay. That's a Kraft thing. That's a Jonathan Kraft thing. That's a Belichick thing. So you've gone all along taking bonuses, back in, all these different things. You know that if you step out on the market, they will say, we'll roll the truck to your house before you even sign anything. You're going to want to know what that tastes like, right? Tom Brady was literally, and I hate to use this as an example, but it's very true. Like, only been with one person my whole life, right? And now I'm divorced. I don't, I don't even know how to date, but everybody wants you. So you're like, okay, if I'm not going to deal with the promises. I'm going to deal with the money. You're going to give me the money up front. So there was a part of me that said, look, it's devastating to see Brady go. You don't want him to see him anywhere else. But you also realize that in the marriage that he was in, there was some advantage taken of. And at some point you want to say, you know what? I want to know what it, what it, what it feels like to put on the dress, to be picked up at the bar, to say no, to have a couple of boyfriends if I need to, instead of just being married to one person my whole life. And so I understood that. With Belichick, part of it, maybe he did get his own medicine, right? Because he's known to let guys go a year early. What happened to him? He got let it go a year early yep. before his contract was over. So, you know, sometimes whatever your medicine is, sometimes you have to take it. I think just moving forward with so many things at stake, number three draft pick, addressing the quarterback. We'll have to get to that in a second because maybe Mac Jones now stays. And what does that do to the fan base? So I think there was so much more that needed to be answered that with Belichick going, you were like, well, there's so many other things that are not answered. I think, too, and this might be, honestly, KJ, the biggest piece of all this is the sense of finality. And and what I mean by that is even when Brady left, you still said, hey, we have Belichick. He's won six Super Bowls. We still have these guys, right? Josh McDaniels is still here. You know, we have these players that have won a bunch of Super Bowls. Devin McCourty's still here, right? The list goes on. You know, if we, we, we won't be the elite team every year, but we can figure it out. And I would say the same would be vice versa. If Belichick had left before Brady, we probably would have said a lot of those same things. But now right. that connection to six Super Bowl victories is essentially gone. I mean, David Andrews is still on the roster. He won a couple, right? There's, I think Jonathan Jones, he's still on the roster. He won a couple. There's a few guys. Matt Slater's probably going to retire. But that connection to all six, and maybe, look, if Josh McDaniels comes back, he's going to be, I think, only one of three. No, 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 but hear me out. And I actually, we're going to disagree on that because I think that would be a good thing. But my (sighs) point is, is that if he comes back, he would be one of only three people in football ops high up that have won six Super Bowls, and the other two are Jonathan and Bob Kraft, right? So it's like that connection is largely gone. And I think when Belichick, whichever one of them was the second one to leave, I think you were going to get the bigger reaction because it wasn't just, hey, this pillar of the dynasty left. It's now like, wow, 
it's really over now and that sense of finality. And that's why I think you're seeing even some of the people who called our show two months ago and said, this guy's got to go, we've had enough. (laughs) Even some of those people now are upset because that sense of finality is finally here. Like maybe is the grass really greener on the other side and that's going to be tough to find out? I think it is. We'll get into the Gerard Mayo uh, stepping into that role. We'll we'll get into that next hour. But I, I think with Belichick, when we talk about like, okay, People remember what just happened over the last three years. You, you then, because this is such a long span of time, really your age group will determine what you remember cognitively and what you've just seen recently, right? So, it, yes, the Belichick way and the Patriot way was a real thing because if you remember what the Corey Dillon story was in Cincinnati, that wouldn't be the type of player that Bill Belichick would have taken in the last couple of years. So he was able to take that play, or even the acquisition of Randy Moss, where That's people are like, oh, example. right, Brandon right. Browner's another one, right, where you you're know, taking guys like, like even Junior Seau, where you couldn't figure out like that's a guy who Darrell historically, Rebus. right, these are guys who were really cornerstones to their franchises before, and there was some type of question between themselves and management, and here's Belichick who was kind of like understanding the player and management and could get these guys in here to perform. Or if you take someone like Rodney Harrison, who was kind of in the abyss out in San Diego, but was a star in San Diego, and you bring him here, and now you're talking about this guy probably needs to be in the Hall of Fame. So Belichick had that ability, and you notice everybody I mentioned, for the most part, outside of Moss, and well, it's even, I mentioned offense and defense, that Belichick was able to get into the psyche of those players and get them to perform. The way the player is designed today is different, and I think that is part of the reason why moving on from Belichick needed to happen sooner than later, right? Because if you look at what players, it's not about just, hey, I want the most money and whoever gives me the most money. I think that's an old time, it's an old way of thinking. I think now it's more of a, a player believes if they could be part of a culture where their talent is respected, the money isn't everything. I, I just we're not in a money is everything because the money there's no team that can't pay you. Like, do you think if Patrick Mahomes would have been to another team by now because he's playing in the Midwest, you can go somewhere and be part of a culture and not worry about the size of the place? So I think that new culture has to start developing. I think Gerard Mayo's the guy. Yeah, and I actually I'm a big Gerard Mayo guy. He's the first Patriots head coach whose jersey I've owned, so we'll you know give him that. But look, I. I think the money thing, too, and I know Shane on the Cape called earlier and said this, does Kraft deserve some blame for that? All right, maybe a little, but I look at that differently than the Red Sox, right? Like the Red Sox, John Henry doesn't want to spend as much. With the Patriots, I look at that just much more as a bill thing. And just and the good ones, right? Like I give him credit for signing Stefan Gilmore to a big contract on the first day of free agency. But I also blame him for not offering DeAndre Hopkins enough money this summer and then paying Devontae Parker extra money after that. Or, so just, it's Jaco- like, or just keeping Jacoby Myers. J- if perfect you're, if, example. If you're, trying to keep, if you're trying to get Mac to, to continue some type yeah. of confidence. Yeah, perfect example. And that's why, too, like in the Brady taking less money thing, I think is a credit to Brady more than anything else. And part of it is he looked around and said, hey, I got the best coach in the league here. I got great players around me. We can win every year. But he also deserves credit for that but when it comes to spending like maybe Kraft deserves a little bit of blame but I I put more of that on Belichick because again two years ago Kraft committed a quarter of a billion dollars in free agency like I've never heard a story of them wanting to sign a player and Kraft saying no I'm not paying that so just like I give credit to Bill 
for his great signings, whether it was signing Rodney Harrison, trading for Randy Moss and Wes Welker, signing Rob Gronkowski to a great extension. In, I think it was before the 2012 season. I give him credit for all those. For the times they don't spend, I think he deserves the blame there too. I think that's it's got to be both ways. KJ in lines, WEEI, 617-779-7937, about seven minutes away from the greatest coach of all parody song to Bill Belichick. Let's go to Tony in Worcester. Tony, thanks for the call. Good Sunday to you. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Um, you got it. I, I'm starting, you know, so basically what you're saying is it's a wash with Belichick. Like, he's good, he's bad, it's a, it's a wash. I mean, it's a 50-50 thing, which is fine. You know, uh, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say. What do you mean by 50-50 thing? Yeah. I'm, I'm confused. Well, I mean, he's, he's made a lot of mistakes, and, and he's made a lot of great moves. And I don't know if it's 50-50. I haven't done added them all up. But it's starting to look from this point of view like the Patriot way came from Brady and not so much Belichick. Uh, Brady's attitude, his, uh, his, his work ethic and stuff must have bled over to the whole team. And they followed him. And even the defense followed Brady. They were in awe of him at, at times. Oh, Tony, thanks for the call. It just dropped out. Maybe. Dropped out. Yeah, look, so here's the thing. If you have your dad's eyes and your dad's chin and your dad's cheekbones and your dad's build, are you possibly like a clone of your dad? Like, I think that's the situation with Brady. I think Brady was able to tap into what Belichick preached and was able to form it from an offensive perspective. You just hadn't yeah. seen that because usually defensive coaches and offensive players don't really gel super well, right? If you've seen quarterback issues, like I think of Mike Singletary and how he struggled with that San Francisco team, like the he had the the defense, he had their attention. The offense just couldn't, just could not. They couldn't. They, you couldn't hit the side of a barn when those bad years because you just couldn't connect. But this was a situation where a defensive minded head coach. Could connect. Like, if there was a, if you look at the genesis of Tom Brady, if there's a similarity, he's probably, Belichick's probably thinking, I could see the toughness of a Phil Sims in this guy with a talent beyond what everybody else sees. And that's what you got, right? So, yeah. for those who don't remember Phil Sims, we're not talking about a guy who's in the Hall of Fame, but damn it, the guy's got two rings and was always in there and was tough as nails and came out of nowhere. The guy played at Moorhead State. So, he probably said, if I could put a Phil Sims type DNA on this guy, but a better pedigree, better arm, probably better football acumen. This guy can be everything he wants to be in this league, and I can use him as a point of reference for anybody else who walks in the door. That's the other part of Belichick's genius. You could be the number one pick, and you could point right over to the sixth rounder saying, nobody outworks this guy, so it doesn't matter if we took you first in the in the first round. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and I think it's one of those things where That's coaching. a lot of times – the most important person in a group or in an organization is the first follower. And what I mean yep. by that is, you know, you have a leader, but if no one follows the leader, you don't that's really right. have a leader. So what that's you what need, Mac Jones is going through. That's yeah. And what you need is that first person to step up and say, I believe in this, I'm going to follow. And I think when other players saw Brady starting QB, highly talented guy, and then eventually as the years went on champion right. and major celebrity still following all the things Belichick said, then other guys had made it a lot easier for them to just fall in line. Like, I think Belichick had a great vision, and it was paired with the best possible player to help execute that vision in Brady. And look, I don't want to diminish, there was a lot of other Hall of Fame players that came through New England the last 20 years. But I think Brady was the key in that he took that Belichick vision 
and made sure not only did he follow it, but all the other guys would look around and see him following it, and then they would follow it as well. You probably, you know who I think one of the early followers was Kevin Falk. Yeah, he's right? another good example. Kevin Willie Falk McGinnis, that, I think, yes. is a great example too. Yes. Ty Law, right. great examples. And early great, guys yeah. who bought in who were there to say, you know what, who's coming with me, Jerry Maguire, right? And yeah. those are the guys that raise the hands. All right, we, we come back. We've got the greatest coach of all parody song. Plus, we'll get into the Gerard Mayo head coach talk. It's KJ and Lions, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Thanks for hanging out in WEEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is KJ and Lions on WEEI. KJ and Lions, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Good Sunday to you. We are on right now because the Bills-Steelers game canceled for today, moved to tomorrow. The governor had to step in because you know the NFL is powerful. Yeah, like, yeah. John, like that. Like that's the only it takes way a governor this, to shut him down. Ah, uh, I mean, I here's the here's the good thing about it. I'm not missing any football games today because you know, we were having a text exchange, right? And Ken can get me if we get. To, so we were just like, hey, do you guys want to be on like eight this morning or like this afternoon? And my mind thinking that it's still a week of football going. Right? I'm still thinking like regular season, right? I'm yeah. like, well, heck, why would I want to be on at like one, two o'clock when there's a game on? But it's like, dummy, it's more money. And you won't miss any games. So thanks, John, for convincing me. He was like, I could do either. I was like, I could. Because here's the thing, and I blame you, John. On our Christmas gift list that we did in, in, in December, to like, you had mentioned that you'd wanted to do a morning show time. And I was like, look, morning show prices are different. So the Lord stepped in and pre- prevented us from getting up at like 6.45 to prepare for the show. He did. See, be careful what you wish for in the in the universe, right? I would have had to get it, up earlier than that, actually. So six forty-five. Yeah, I can I, I can actually show you some secrets, you know, like because I you know, like did mornings here in in Boston for like four years, and every day, like that's what it's like. It's almost kind of like like there has to be like a a times four on my timesheet to do something that god awful early in the morning. See, I like to get it over with, and and I know that sounds weird, but I like to just get in. <laughs> talk and then be like all right hey i'm all and that's the same way i am with work like i I, because i get up for work kind of early in the morning yeah you know get out so but no i'm glad we got 12 to 4 because i i think the people of new england and and really the entire country need to hear us for more than two hours thank you see i think that's the key point right if it was the weekday morning something different you know people are going to work and so forth all right, Joe, what do you got in the text line? 37937, shoot. Yeah, we've got some polarizing uh, 
takes here. A lot of no people way. on either side of the bill thing. Um, I'm surprised because I went to a breakfast the other morning and my waitress, we asked her about what she thought about the Belichick situation. Why? It's a waitress. She, you, she was wearing you a jersey. You on how she looks. She was wearing a jersey. You're very nice today. You, you, you know how to do a little flirting or are you married? We go to okay. this diner all the time. We have a good relationship with her and she was almost in tears about Belichick. Um, but we so, got... What do you have on the text? We got people in the text chat that are saying, with all due respect to Bill, he is the one that put us in this hellhole that we are currently trying to climb out of. I don't think they gave him another chance. Bring in some fresh blood and rebuild this with valuable picks and free agency spending. Hellhole. That's strong, isn't it, John? Well, 4 and 13 at some points did kind of feel like a hellhole, but I, I, I get it. And that's the other thing, too. Like, if you're a Patriots fan under the age of 30, you have no idea what it's like to root for a bad football team until this year. If you're a Patriots fan over, like, 35 or 40 or any age over that, you, you've done it for most of your life, right? This was the right. outlier these last 20 I mean, the first 40 years the Patriots existed, they had, like, three good seasons. And I know I'm being a little hyperbolic there, but really, they had like 76, 85, and 96, like, three really good seasons in 40 years. And then, of Do, course, in 20, they win six Super Bowls. So You, you, want, to, you want a super flex? What, a did you know oh, Steph Curry growing up? No, no, this is even bigger. A member of that 85 Super Bowl team was once engaged to my aunt. I won't say the name because they're married to somebody else. Okay. Yeah, so, so, yeah, th that was almost my uncle, on wow. one of those people on that team. Interesting. Yeah. So a another text you got there, Joe, and then we'll get to the parody song in a minute. Yeah, not much else of substance. A lot of people say in 10 Super Bowls and Bill isn't winning anywhere else. So either side of the... Of the well, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, again, I, you know, I, I'm watching... There's some really enticing destinations out yeah, there. Yeah, you know, John, I'm actually starting to kind of come to your, your, your senses a bit about the Dallas situation, right? That I'm telling you. If, yeah. if Mike McCarthy loses at home and you'd won the division and you see that the Eagles on the ropes and you can't get it done at home today... I think you're out of there. I think McCarthy's out of there. The defense is already intact. You've got a you've got a NFL star quarterback already. Maybe you just need someone who can get something in that room. And now you may have free agents that say, "I want to come play for Belichick." I guess the question would be, is who do you bring in to do the offense? If it's Josh McDaniels, then I say, "Oh boy, it's just going to be new. It's going to be those last days of New England again." Like it would be like 2019 all over again. And if you did that in Dallas, then I'll be like, man, what a what a sad way for Belichick to go. And I think you could keep a lot of what Dallas has there right. if you need to just make a change at head coach. Like, I don't even think you'd have to blow out the whole – I mean, Dan Quinn would probably leave if they didn't make him right. a head coach, and rightfully so. He could go to Seattle. Like, there's a, And he deserves to be a head coach. But, but who who's the offensive coordinator? I think – I mean, you could probably – and that's the thing. Mike McCarthy is calling the plays now, so could right. you leave some of the assistants in? I mean, their offensive line's good every year. But the offensive coordinator, you could probably – you could be pretty open, given the talent that Dallas has, and it's a totally new situation. Like, maybe you want to bring in um, – I think, who's the uh, Minnesota receivers coach? Like, Sean Jefferson. Like Sean guy, Jefferson. Yeah, a that guy a like that. that popped up, yeah. Yeah, like, that's a guy you could bring in. Liam Cohen from Kentucky, who I think is interviewing uh, with the Bears, actually coming up. But, like, that's a guy. Or you could bring in someone you know. You could bring Bill O'Brien with you or Josh McDaniels <laughs> or someone like that. Like, you know, you, you've got options there, I think, to have a – and the talent they have, you can kind of do whatever you want on offense almost. All right, KJ and Lions, we are we were talking back and forth by text just kind of like how we're really sad that Bill is gone. And I think there has to be some justice done to him to say goodbye. So here's my way of saying goodbye to Belichick here on KJ and Lions. Hit it. I'm trying not to be too emotional, but 
Bill Belichick means so much to me. Harry Carson is KJ Carson. <laughs> I never thought I'd be this sad. It's <laughs> it's happening to me. He's gone. Oh, he's the greatest coach of all. It's so hard to look into the future. I wish Bill well. He's the author of the Patriot Way. He'll blow past Shula when he gets to the NFC. <laughs> he gave us a sense of pride. <laughs> he made it easier. <clears throat> Retires name to the Raptors to remind us how it used to be. Free agent interest level drops to zero if they choose Mac Jones to remain and suck up to. His play brought Belichick's kingdom to its knees. A lonely place to be. And now the Patriots will draft at three. I discovered three years ago the quarterback choice would be the death arrow. Max he sucks. would spell, Bill wouldn't succeed. Getting past Shula by 2023. It matters that they fired BB. They can't take away his brilliancy. Because the greatest coach of all has just been snatched from me. <laughs> We've lost the greatest <laughs> coach of all in NFL history. The greatest coach of all. The team's coming to its knees. <laughs> I pray for you, Bill. I hope Bill goes for self Cause he's the greatest coach of all <laughs> To, to <me>. me <laughs> oh, oh John, stop the music <laughs> All the years together It's just over I can't go on, I, 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 I can't sing anymore <laughs> I'm emotional. I'm emotional, John. Yes, it's been an emotional, emotional week, KJ. <sighs> emotional. The second hour of KJ Lines next on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.